Hey, Dreamers. I can't believe it. We are so close to Dreamers Podcast existing for three whole years. To celebrate this amazing accomplishment, I have decided to put together a live event here just outside of Philadelphia, May 20th. DreamCon will be an all-day event where you can meet past guests, network with other Dreamers, and play minute-to-minute games to raise money for charity, and of course, so much more. Tickets are on sale now at superjoepardo.com slash dreamcon. I can't wait to see you all there. Hey, Dreamers. My guest today is making her dreams come true by, and she quote, I, or, and I quote, just going for it. Um, but there's a lot more involved with that. Uh, for anybody who's a fan of the show and knows Jeff Langley, who has been a guest on the show, I think three times now, uh, it's his girlfriend, uh, and I'd like to welcome Laura Gickness, which Hi. sounds like sickness, um, so I'm glad Rhymes I got right. Rhymes sickness. <laughs> So thank you, won't you for forget that. it. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't forget it now. I won't forget it now. I was I was hoping that there wasn't some other way of saying it. Oh no, um, people add letters to it. Gilkis is one. Gilkis, Gilkins. Really? Hmm. You're just like whatever. It's the same. <laughs> if it G comes out, we're good. Or J that happens Jih. too. <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> so, um, Laura, why don't you give a little bit of background about yourself, and we'll get into why it's so special that you're coming onto the show right now. Oh, man. Okay. Um, well, um, I'm a Philadelphia-based equity actress, meaning just I'm in the, the union for Oh, okay. Actors. That sounded fancy. I, yes. Like, um, this is like in equity investments or something. Yes. Oh, know. yes. Yes. I know more than you think. Um, no, it's the actors union, so that comes with other things. But uh, I've been working professionally in the city for about 10 years. Um, let's see. I do musicals, plays, the whole works. And what's exciting is... I just, I haven't actually even signed the contract for real, and I'll tell you why. Um, but I'm going to be going on a, a Disney cruise line, which I wouldn't have thought that I'd do, but this was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. And you and you haven't si- signed the contract? Yet. Well, I'll tell you, because with everything going on and how fast everything's moving, they you have to go to all their doctors, you have to get, you know, make sure your passport's up to date, they have to do all this background check. So until that's all given the okay they can't really give you the contract they can't really offer you the job oh okay so you just haven't received the contract yet right but they... i have the job okay. yeah. well, i was gonna say do you need a scanner because like i got one upstairs. no no no, no. Like, okay. we, you know. i but no i've been like <laughs> can i get an actual contract because it's a little bit scary not to know you know for sure because like blood work is still <laughs> right, right 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 but but yeah so that it's been about a month since they told me so and it's going to be a nine month contract. So I, I've been trying to get all the toiletries together, trying to pack for Alaska, Toronto, and like the Caribbean, Panama Canal I, I, with like two standard fifty pound bags, which I don't even know how to start. I mean, I would tend to think that you could get off the cruise ship at some point and be in like you know America or, or, or Canada where you could go get some of those toiletries. I mean, I mean, sure, seems like a lot to pack for well, a whole to, year's worth of. Well, toiletries. what happens is we're going. I leave in ten days, which is oh my, and it's two months in Toronto first. And I was like, you know what? I won't bring shampoo and conditioner and all that because I'll 
you know, it'll make more that room. On the ship, right? I mean, well, first we're in Toronto um, rehearsing because that's where Disney's oh, okay, like okay. main headquarters for all the rehearsing is. They have like their own little area, huge area, not little. And I was like, I just won't bring shampoo and conditioner and, and all that stuff. I'll just buy it there. But everyone's telling me that's so much more expensive, like super duper more expensive. So now I'm mm. like, oh, I'll bring it. Well, everything is more expensive in Canada, and you're in Toronto, which is a, a you know a city, mm-hmm. so things are more generally yeah. more expensive there. So yeah, I could see I could see it being quite a bit more. I know that's what um, I mean. Maybe maybe you could Amazon yourself. The Can stuff? you use? I have Prime. Can you use Amazon Prime? It, you could, if you, as long as you have an address to ship it to, sure. Oh, all right, dang. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah, thought it yeah. was because it's like. No, you just pick an address, and um, it'll probably ask you to verify your credit card again okay. because it's like, oh no, you probably oh. are not you who you say you are because uh, you're trying to ship something to Toronto. I'm fine then. Yeah, I would. Um, I would. Yeah, as long as you have an address to ship it to, you should be fine. You you should be able to take take care. I would. That's actually a better way to do it because if you have the well, you're flying there, I assume, right? Yeah. Yeah. So packing. I mean, bottles of shampoo are quite large. I and know. Heavy, yeah, so. that'll take up. It's fifty pounds a bag. I yeah. think. And that, yeah, that probably would be like, like five a, pounds, like a big, like, like two, a yeah, a yeah. big thing of it is like mm-hmm. five, yeah, five pounds. Yeah, that's, well, that's just a guess, right? I, between the two, I'm thinking like two and a half pounds per, so like five pounds, six pounds maybe, but yeah, that's a lot. It's a yeah. high percentage. Um, so yeah, buy that stuff when you're there. Okay, that's a good plan. Or or, or ship it. As soon, do you know where you're going to be staying yet? Um, yes, they they have. Do so you have an address? Yes, yes. Cool. So yeah. ship it there. Okay. Like I would, I would totally place that order. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You lose like ten, fifteen bucks because somebody steals your no stealing shampoo, shampoo and conditioner. I'm sure they got it all monitored. Because what's great? Well, is no, the... I mean like the package doesn't show up, or, oh, or somebody's uh... like, oh, free. Oh, what's in here? <laughs> free. Uh, I've never had packages stolen, but I know a lot of people have from their doorstep. I haven't. I don't. My think. sister has. Really? Yeah, from the doorstep like, and friends, in, like in Philly or. In New Jersey. In New, Jer- in New Jersey. Like, she lives in Fanwood, which is, do you know where that is? It's like, no, it's, I've never heard of it. It's a little bit north of central New Jersey. I don't know if I'd consider it North Jersey. Okay. Um, It's by Scotch Plains. I don't know. Um, kind of, okay. I but there was, that was on the news. That. There was a guy that would go like <laughs> and take packages Steal off packages. people. Yeah, they got him though. So. Yeah, well, I mean, Karma. generally, if you keep doing something like that, you're, you're, you're bound to get caught. My uh-huh. sister had like nursing bras. <laughs> Hey, if it sells online, then somebody else. <laughs> it's like is I'm hope you enjoy it. that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, see, this is what I'm talking about. I ramble. No, no. <laughs> now no, we're talking it's... about robbers that steal Amazon packages. <laughs> so, um, okay, so so let's talk a little bit before before we get to the whole Disney side of things. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your your career uh, in in acting and musicals. Uh, so y- you recently have been doing a lot of stuff. Is it just recently at the Walnut Theater? Uh, how long have since, you been there? Let's see. 2012. Okay. Well, that that's that's adding up pretty quick. Yeah. That's wow. almost half your career. Yeah. Ooh, that's true. Yeah, al- well, no, almost. So, so, like, yeah, like, probably, like, three. I think that was 2012 or 2013, something like that. Okay. We did Grease. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the classic. Um of Sandy, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, and what's cool about those productions with Walnut is they do co-pros. Mm-hmm. So half of it is at Riverside Theater in Vero Beach, Florida. And then the other half is at the Walnut. So it's like a great four months. Amazing. 
half of it in the sunshine and then half of it. Well, it's still in the summer. So we, like, yeah, but it, you know, the, the half that's in Philly is in like a top five market, <laughs> city yes. market. You know what I mean? That's a, I mean, it's not Broadway, but, um, but it's the, it's, uh, it's let's see, big. it's the, it's the biggest theater in the region and it's the largest subscriber base in the world. Which is very really? interesting. Yeah, I wonder if that's because maybe like Broadway has too many theaters to to obtain such a like you know what I mean like because the wall that's so big in mm. an area that doesn't have huge theaters. Yeah, it, well, it, can, it also it is the like I have like all this walnut knowledge. It's the oldest theater in America too. Oh, it's uh, been I around no the longest. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know the year or anything. That'd be kind of. That'd be a lot, but I yeah, it's the well. It's got to be pretty oldest. old if it's the oldest in the America. oldest. Yep. Wow. And there's okay. a lot of older subscribers too that just keep renewing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I did Greece there. I did um, this show called Bad Jews. Um, I was like the Shiksa uh, character. Uh, you know, I'm not a. I don't know a lot about music. It's <laughs> this was uh, this was actually not a musical. It was oh, a play. Okay. Um. Joshua Herman is the playwright, and it's it's uh, in a nutshell, it's this Jewish family that has an heirloom that they want to keep in the family from the dad, or excuse me, the grandpa who was in the Holocaust. It was the chai, um, which is like an emblem that this grandfather had and kept it under his tongue during the Holocaust in the concentration camps, and they want to keep it, rightfully so, in the family, but the son, who's my fiancé, wants to give it to me as like welcome to our family here's this like really memorable heirloom so the entire play is set in one night in a studio apartment in new york city and things just blow up and it, it's actually it's a great really great show and the playwright is was in his like maybe mid-20s so that was cool oh wow um yeah and then there was high society i don't know if anybody remembers that movie it was with grace kelly and like bing crosby um no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and let's see. And Sister Act was the last one that I did there. And that was another one of those co-productions where I got to spend half of it in Florida. Yes, What a tough did. life. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably my favorite thing I've done at the Walnut. It was oh. really, really fun. Uh, that's awesome. So um, so were you in the middle of doing um, a show or getting ready for a show prior to getting the job with Disney? I... Um, I finished – I was doing a concert series at Bristol Riverside Theater. This one in particular that I was doing was called An American Christmas Songbook. So it's just your favorite Christmas classics that we're all singing. And I think it was – Is it like a story or is it just – No. I I think it's just um, the artistic director, Keith Baker, like narrates and, you know, it's just like an evening of – carols i guess you can call oh. um it's nice uh but about a week into it well a week into the production and it's only a couple weeks long um i got an email i was out with my parents eating and they were coming to see the show that night and it was from my agent and they said how about this contract because initially a month or two prior I went and auditioned for a Disney Cruise Line as well, but it was for Yzma in An Emperor's New Groove. Do you know that movie? I, I don't. Actually, I haven't watched it. Super funny. I, it's super underrated. Yzma is played by Eartha Kitt, and I was like, mm. you know that I'm getting old when I'm not like the Disney princess anymore. I'm now like 
the super scraggly, like old lady villain, <laughs> which I was really excited to play. But um, we got the breakdown and it wasn't exactly what we thought it was. Um, and so I turned it down. And that's when the agency, well, actually, the casting guy for Disney emailed my agency and said, this is maybe more down her alley. So I saw it and I was like, oh, man, yeah, like I, this is something I want. And I knew that I would really kill it in the audition. So then, you know, you have to wrap your brain around, am I even mentally prepared to take on a nine-month contract, two months in Toronto, and then seven months at sea? Because some people just aren't, you know, in that place. And I didn't think I was either. It's it's tough to be like, can I get up and leave this entire life that I have and and, and get thrown into, I mean completely out of my comfort zone i've never even been on a ship like not even on a cruise at all um but sometimes you know you just gotta jump and so they had me do a couple video auditions and and that's it and they were like all right let's do this and i was like uh okay let's go for it you know, I gotta, I gotta ask you the the video auditions process, mm-hmm. right? Is, mm-hmm. it, is that to me now I, coming from a DJ background, and all that? Like, anytime I'm doing a recording where I don't have a live audience of even just a live audience of one to, <laughs> to gauge facial reaction, to gauge oh man, um, any kind of energy that I could you know feed back into, it's so much harder. Is is it, is it the same? I for you? and and I yes, absolutely yes, and I'll explain why. Well, one thing is I feel like I'm a little. Not ADD or OCD. I just, when you're taping, if anybody's listening that has done, you know, tape auditions, I very much prefer a live audition. It is what it is. You leave. You can't do anything about it. It's in their hands. If you have a tape audition, I could do it better. One more time. One more time, I'll sound a little bit better on this note. One more time, that didn't go exactly how I wanted. Two hours later, you're still making this tape. And to be able to send it off and be like, Ah, uh, like I could have done better. It's it, it's very nerve wracking, and I never think it's as good when you tape it. It's just I don't know. You, you're looking into a camera, not in someone's eyes, and if you have a reader, which happened to be my mom for this one, <laughs> it's not always. You know what I mean? Um, for I I sent the first one, and I did it at my parents' home, um, so that my mom could be Elsa and etc oh i just gave it away with my shows but I, it's okay to talk um and um and then they wanted you know for me to make a few adjustments and send another tape and i was back in philadelphia at this point and i was like oh man who am i gonna get to read with me it was late at night and i just wanted it out of my hands i just need to do things and you know what i mean if they want it from me i'll just film it really quickly and send it out i don't want it over my head anymore so i had my mom on my friends, I, which I borrowed, um, what is that, uh, iPad. Okay. So I'm FaceTiming <laughs> my mom <laughs> through the iPad and filming it with my iPhone. Um, and I have, and Jeff taped, you know, the music for this, for the, for. Oh, did for you the, bring his keyboard over and play a lot? Well, he was, it was actually, <laughs> I rent, well, I didn't rent. I just asked if a studio space was available at the Walnut Street Theater. And he and it was, and they let me go in because I also don't like singing. <laughs> like I don't want to sing in my apartment building because I feel like people will be like, "Be quiet!" Like who is that person screaming upstairs? Um, so I was, <laughs> I like like warming up in my car. I don't want to disturb anyone. So 
yeah, I got the rehearsal space at the Walnut, and Jeff was actually playing um, Wizard of Oz at the time. So he was down like four floors. Um, but he had pre-recorded this music for me. Because also, I don't, <laughs> it's very vulnerable to like, because like I said, one more time, I'll do it better this time. I don't want to have him play it literally 40 times until it's to my liking. Um, so yeah, I had my mom on FaceTime reading the lines to me because I didn't have a reader and that makes me feel lonely in my life. Just kidding. No, um, <laughs> and then my that's iPhone. Awesome she's supportive enough to do I know, that. She's so cute. There was like a slight delay, you know, from FaceTime oh. with the scene, but it ended up working out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, video auditions are, I feel like it's kind of rare to get hired purely off of a video audition. Um, but I was blessed enough to have it happen. Which is ironic that you would say that because it's like, how many times did you do it until you get it perfect? Is it, is it the perfection that takes away from the fact that this that you're doing this live and that it's not um, it's not movie magic? Yeah, or oh, completely. That effect, I, you know? And it's also like nerves add in a huge factor when auditioning because you're like you know you could do it tons of times at home or in front of people and whatever and it sounds fine but then you go to an audition and you're like why did it sound like that like I knew I could do it better so at least there's that knowledge of I may have had to do it 40 times but I know I can do it <laughs> uh, um but yeah but yeah uh so that it ended out that I got it and I'm very excited very nervous, but very excited. Uh, yeah, I mean, not being uh, ever on a ship before, that, <laughs> that that worries me. But, uh, you know, hopefully it's not too bad. Are you, are you packing any kind of drama mean or anything? Are you, are you pro- motion I, sickness prone? Well, I don't know. Like, do you get car sickness at all? <laughs> not unless I feel like, you know, when you're on your phone, you're reading. Then I get a little, okay. like, Mer, but... For the most part, I think I'm okay. I like roller coasters. Does that affect anything? Uh, Is that different? I, I mean, it can be different. Um, I bought some. I bought Dramamine just in case, though. But I think it makes you drowsy, though. I got the um, natural, non-drowsy version. Because, really? Because there were like four on the counter. And it said, one said, is less drowsy than this brand. And less, less drowsy. And this one said, non-drowsy. But I'm usually a drowsy person in general, so hopefully... They won't have a serious effect. We'll hope. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would suggest maybe trying it before you get on the ship. Okay, that's it. But you, what? You, but just, to make my how do no, I no? Just uh, to see if you get drowsy, right? Because okay. it's one thing to still get sick. Like you're not going to know that until you're there. Uh-huh. But at least if you try it out and you get drowsy, like okay, well, I have an opportunity to buy try something else. True. Right? Okay, good tip. I'll yeah, do that. I would. I would try it out. Like because you, you, it might make you. Who knows? It might make you sick. Like, Come on, man. I don't know. Like, you don't ever know until you try it. That's what I'm saying. I, would, I will try it. I would drop a pill and try Yeah, because apparently I think classic Dramamine. Dramamine? Dra- Dramamine? I think, I think it's dra- Dramamine. It smelled like Dramamine. Dra- but... Anyway, I think that's supposed to be actually, like you said, I think it's supposed to be really... Tra- makes you drowsy? Makes you really drowsy. So Which is so is... ironic that it's just like Benadryl. It's like, oh, well, if I wanted to go to sleep, I'd just go home. Like, if yeah. I'm... If I'm like allergies or whatever like, like I yeah that's sleep. not they're like it will make you not sick seasick or motion sickness by just putting you to sleep that's kind of an odd i mean <laughs> it, it's helpful if you're trying to go to yeah. sleep on a boat and you can't um because you're feeling too sick but it's not helpful if like you need to do something yeah well that's you get other things then the medicines that just make yeah. you go to sleep anyway yeah exactly you could just take like, yeah you could take whatever else, like, uh, yeah something. 
uh, or NyQuil or, or one of those. I mean, you probably shouldn't take NyQuil just to go to sleep, but. I know. You, yes. Yeah, whatever it you is. You understand what yes, I'm getting at. Yeah, the yeah, opposite yeah. of uh, Ambien. Yeah. Uh, well. Um, Ambien yeah. keeps you up, right? No. Oh, no. That is no, what you put you to sleep. There it is. There it is. Got there. Ambien. So how do, how did you get into the idea that you wanted to be an actress in the first place? Well, um, I don't know. I've always liked doing the stage thing. You know, as every kid, I feel like, does the elementary school plays. My first role ever was a health play in elementary school. And I was the villain named Zachary Dackery. And we taught kids, I not, guess, not to drink. Yeah, I don't know, like, like what there, affects like... your liver and everything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, just, you know, doing the normal stuff. And I always like to sing. But then I was in high school, and I was really into sports. Like, I really liked soccer. That's really what took up most of my adolescence. And um, I took a drama class because I was like, I don't know drama is fun I guess in high school you have to take some classes right and uh I remember them saying to me the teacher was like you know you should try out for the musical you should try out for the play and I was like nah, that's not cool but then I did because my friends were doing it and uh super fun and I I really got on with it and it came naturally and so that just progressed into you know the bigger roles in the plays in high school and all that jazz and then uh, Intended. I only I only talk in musical <laughs> lingo. Just kidding. And then uh, I just I don't know. Just thought if I can make a career out of this, I guess I'm I should just go to college for performing arts, right? And no one said anything against it. And my parents are super supportive. So I went to Westchester University with um, I had a scholarship um, for yeah visual and performing arts, and I graduated in '08, and it was awesome. <laughs> and then uh, right from there, I went to Philly, and my first show in Philadelphia was Reefer Madness. Was still one of my favorite shows of all time. They made it into a movie um, in, like, the early 2000s with Kristen Bell and um, Sutton Foster's brother, Hunter Foster, I think. Hmm. Really funny. And Anna Gasteyer. Do you remember her from SNL? No, I'm not a big SNL fan. Uh, it was old. It's old. Not, like, she was around probably in the 1990s. Yeah, it was even less. Anyway, <laughs> she's very funny and has a crazy voice. Um, but that's a super funny movie, and I feel like it's worth watching. Reefer Men is super funny because there it was a like a, a propaganda film in the forties. I don't know what year exactly that was, but I think I I think I know what you're referring to. Yeah, it was in black um, and white. I think it was earlier than that, though. I think mid twenties, maybe. Probably, pro- well, it might have been thirties. Late 30s. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it was probably yeah. like 30s, 40s. Yeah. But yeah, it was ridiculously over the top. Um, yeah, You yeah. know, warning people of the if effects it's the one I'm of weed. Of, yes, yes. Like a guy takes a hit off of a joint and then like starts murdering people. And so they took that, of course, and made it into a movie. Multiple movies. And um, Alan Cunning coming was uh, like the main guy. Hmm. Super funny. Anyways, um... Yeah, and since 2008, I've just been doing shows in Philly. I'm loving it. That is awesome. Uh, so let, why don't we talk about some of the first steps you took to get started once you got out of college, though, right? Because making that jump, like, oh, yeah, I went to school with this art degree. Oh, yeah. And how many times have we heard that story where it just doesn't always 
would usually end the way we wanted to. Uh, you know, was it scary coming out? Well, okay, so I. I, uh, yeah, graduated in 08, and then I was lucky enough to, I think, again, my mom, super supportive and really knowledgeable about the theater scene, because I think she Googles, you know, for me. She's like my mini agent. <laughs> and she saw that uh, they still have them today. They're called the Philadelphia, um, hold on, let me get this exactly right. I know they're called the Tag Peas, but it's like Greater Philadelphia Theater Auditions, um, and there is couple of days worth one for non-equity members not union and then there's equity members and you submit your headshot and resume to this I guess you can call it a I don't want to call it like a festival but it's just a couple of days worth of auditions and uh, there's major directors or casting directors from like the tri-state area come into a room and you get to pretty much put on like a mini showcase I think like a minute Two minutes maybe you get. You can choose to do two monologues, a song and a monologue, two songs or whatever it is. Um, you can do whatever you want to fill this two minutes. And you get to be seen in front of all these casting directors. And so I was like, yup, I'm doing that. And I didn't have anything on my resume because I just started out. But I was lucky enough to get an audition. And uh, and yeah, somebody from 11th Hour uh, that was the company that did Reefer Madness, said, we saw you at these, you know, the Theater Alliance auditions, and we want you to come in and, and audition for for um, the show. And so that went really well, and I got cast in it. But also, you know, then your small blonde girl goes into the folder of all of the other theaters. So from seeing me at that thing, I get called in. You know, we saw you in that six months ago, you know, so – those are super helpful, and I know they're a little bit difficult to get into, but they do them every year. If you just um, Google, like, Philadelphia, Greater Philadelphia Theater Auditions, they'll give you a date, and that is a super helpful way to get into the scene. I don't know how I would have done it without it, honestly. So, yeah, Le- very lucky, wow. very lucky, yeah. Wow, oh, that's, well, that that's awesome. I mean, uh, I mean that's a pretty – good uh break i mean hindsight you know hindsight is pretty good break yeah uh to 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 be able to go down the path that you've gone yes uh yeah i've been super blessed to not have to i still have to i mean i still have to work very hard obviously the thing about this career and i'm sure any actor can commiserate is you can pretty much celebrate a gig you get uh, for a week and then you're on to thinking, what's after this? Like, I'm already thinking, my contract ends in December. Like, ah, 2018. Like, what am I doing in 2018? And then that's so far. You can, you know, if you told me three months ago you're going to be in the Panama Canal and <laughs> Toronto for a year, I would be like, that's not happening. You just never know where you're going to be. So it's, it's, a, it's a difficult career for the instability but I mean, there's so many more pros that go along with it as well. So well, in the meantime, you have you said you have an agent, so you're, I'm sure your agent is going to be working while you're you know gone to find more work for you. For I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, that's you know that that's what, that's a pretty big deal though. It's that to even have somebody that's doing that for you while you're doing the work completely, that you're doing. Completely. Right? Rather than you trying to And I don't really use space. them. They're out of New York. I don't really use them um 
in Philadelphia, so I'm going to have to be doing my work. Um, you know, or you need emailing. to get an agent in Philly. I know I don't want to though, because I like feel like if I'm getting these on my own, I don't want to have to pay them. You know, to do it for me, but. It's a gamble, though. Right? I know it is absolutely because you're, you're a giving up a year that you won't be. I in know. Philly to trust make me. Great I'm like connections and friends. And definitely, I'm st- like. I mean, you're I'm already at the it. top of Philly to begin I mean, with, right? At, well, yeah, being yeah. a Walnut, I, you know, that is. Yeah, that is. To me, I mean, that's that's the pinnacle. I remember in 2008, again, right after school, I I understudied for Hairspray, and you know, they let you come to any of the shows, the productions, and sit in the audience or sit in the wing or whatever to watch the actors just in case you have to go on, you know. And I remember watching and being like, this is it. Like, it was so magical. That theater is so magical. They put on these huge, elaborate, sparkly productions of things, and it, yeah, it's it's great. If you haven't seen, seen a show at the Walnut. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I have. I think I saw Wicked there. Or no, Mary... Poppins there? Or no, Wicked. I think it was Wicked. I, it, I think or, it, it had to have been Mary Poppins because Wicked's still on Broadway. So it's only like oh, national yeah, tours. It was, yeah, it was Mary Poppins. I guess it was Mary Poppins. Was it recent? Know. Was couple, what, couple Within the last four or five years. Yeah, it yeah. was. If it was if it was Mary Poppins, I was doing Bad Jews simultaneously upstairs. Oh. So you were watching that and I was um upstairs. Oh, I didn't even realize that there was a Yeah, they another. run in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Studio. Oh. It runs, uh, yeah. It runs right upstairs. Oh, I'd say I didn't even realize. That. But oh, yeah, I, I didn't get to see it. I remember being uncomfortable in the seats. Oh no! Oh, were tall. you in the? Oh, were you in the? Me- were you or on like the, the second top, floor? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. They really cram them in the yes. top there. Yeah, well, they were probably designed for people when they were, you know, not <laughs> six foot three. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, whatever year that was. Um, but yeah, Jeff's doing really well at the Walnut. He he just did uh he just associate music directed South Pacific and Wizard of Oz. Whoop whoop. Yeah, I know. Doing great. I know. It's 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 incredible to uh you know, to have known him for so long and, and watch him come along and, and watch him go from, you know, New York to back to Philly to Philly to New York yeah. to New York to Philly. And uh yeah, no, so so proud of him. I know, he's so great. And it's funny, when I met him at Bristol I joked with him. We had maybe 25 mutual friends on Facebook, and they were pretty much all through Bristol and <laughs> concerts we did. And now I think we have 165 mutual friends. So I was like, ah, because I thought it was like far enough away. You know, you don't want somebody that's like completely in your, you know, your zone and your career. It's too much sometimes. But now I'm like, oh, we know all the same people. We work <laughs> in the same building, but it's great. He's, he's great. No, no, he is. And, um, it's it's great that uh what what show did you meet during? It was one of those concerts. It wasn't the Christmas. It was um it was a 70s concert called um You've Got a Friend. And his sister Elise was also in it, my gal. <laughs> and yeah, there was a bunch of us and we sang What are some of the songs? I, I sang um Bobby McGee, Janis Joplin. Hmm. Um I don't know if you know it, but it's it, there's a song called "The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down." I did the J- uh, the Joan Baez version, but um, uh, people are gonna kill me. I'm I'm blanking on on the original people who made it. That's great. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to love him from Jesus Christ Superstar because I know that was like a big, even though it was a musical. That soundtrack was huge in the '70s, just for the radio, and um, and others, but. 
but yeah, it was great because it wasn't just like a, like I said, it wasn't it pretty much wasn't musicals. It was things that you know you heard in concert and radio and on records, and it was it was really really cool to be able to sing that kind of music. And Jeff was like, you know, the seventies. The keyboard is like <laughs> everybody loves a good keyboard solo, so he was tearing it up. And I was like, who's that? <laughs> Who's the cutie on the keyboard? <laughs> so, yeah, I nabbed him. Um, yeah, it was awesome. So so I, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier about how your family took the idea that you wanted to, to go and, and be an actress. I, and I assume that they were all on board and, and mm-hmm. more than happy, judging from what you were saying. Yeah, they're super duper. I don't. I probably wouldn't even been able to do it because starting out, like you're – destitute they're dirt poor and these theaters that you know (laughs) cast you early on don't have any money and they're hardly paying you and you're just trying to get stuff on your resume you know so that you seem more legitimate so you'll do anything almost for any price and and yeah you need i don't know how i have so much respect you know what i mean for people who go for it that don't have you know the support of their family i don't i I don't know how you do it um it's not easy I'm sure. I mean, it wasn't easy, you know, having complete 100% support from my family. So I can't imagine when people say, you know, I hear it all the time when I just got my tonsils out last year. And uh, one of the nurses was like, oh, I hear you're a singer because I was very scared. And um, she said, I, um, um, I'm a singer, too, and I play the guitar. And I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Like, do you do it anymore or whatever? And she was she was like, no. I, I did it in India, and my parents here, like, they just wanted me to be a doctor, so I became a doctor. And she had to just give it up. And she's like, I really wish I had stayed with it. Like, I hear it all the time. And as much as I really envy the money and the stability of having these great jobs, but, like, you got to go for it because I don't want to live like I wish I had done this. You know what I mean? Just go for it. Well, there's only a certain plateau of how much money is going to bring happiness, yeah. right? Like, you, you, you get to, like, a certain level, and it's like – you know, the more money you start bringing in, the more problems it starts actually bringing more money. Like, no exactly. There, there's there's that level. There's a ceiling and a floor of like too much money and not enough money. And like there's a middle ground uh, that if you can reach that middle ground, that for what the lifestyle that you want and for the you know debt that you carry from school or from whatever it sure. is, uh, you know, medical bills. Who knows what it is? But you know what I mean. There's a certain spot where it's like if you can find that mid- that 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 happy plateau. Um, you don't necessarily need a whole lot more than that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we always want, but it's good to put things in perspective and see what really matters. And and well, I will be is exactly what really matters, yeah, so. well, absolutely. <laughs> and I will be really testing that on things that I need versus things that I want when I only can bring a certain amount of actual things with me this whole year, which has been interesting. Yes, yes. So speaking of that, how how do you plan on balancing your family and like Jeff and? Well, Jeff has said, anytime anybody asks him, like, oh, man, nine months, he just says, uh, massages and duty-free scotch, I can't wait. And I I think he's just assuming, like, at the, on the ship, they'll give, like, free (laughs) massages. I don't think he's ever been on a Disney cruise. I don't, I mean, I don't, maybe they do that. But, um, so we're totally cool, and he's gonna, he's already planning to come to Toronto, because we hear it's a amazing city and and the rehearsal space is right across from where we live and it's apparently right in town so i can't wait i think it's right in the hubbub of of toronto proper um which will be dope and then 
and then I think he's already, you know, I'm definitely going to bring him on board because there's no way I can go like seven months. Um, my family and I have two sisters and uh, they're married with children and they're, we're all like a big Disney fanatic family. So they are definitely planning their their cruises, especially if I'm sure I can give them a discount. But uh, yeah, we're 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 pretty obsessed with it. So <laughs> I'm sure they'll make it work and come and see me. But FaceTime will be very helpful. Yeah. FaceTime. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's it's vastly vastly different for you, right? To to not be around the people, um, especially with having people that are so supportive of you, to not have those those people uh, right there. But I'm surprised that Jeff will have the time because he's always. I mean, I barely get to see Jeff. I know. Well, please, I know. I'm like, let's squeeze in this tiny lunch. He, um, he's actually. I love how he's, I he's feel, not even here. I know. I'm so proud of him though. So I like to I like to to mention everything he's doing. He's um an adjunct professor at University of the Arts right now and he's teaching piano and and other things. But when he's planning on visiting me in Toronto is spring break. So it works uh, out. Oh, okay, okay. Um and there's other things in the works for him coming this year. Um I don't know what's completely set in stone cuz that's just how this industry works. But um, we'll make the time. We'll make the time. The only thing I'm super bummed about is Elise is getting married this year, and I'm not going to be able to go to the wedding. Oh. I, like, tried to work it out, but they're like, no, we're not. <laughs> and if you want to, you're going to have to, like, fly into this port and fly into that port and, like, figure it all out and all this stuff. And it's it's going to be too much, but mazel. Well, if you can get the FaceTime thing going, maybe you can be <laughs> yeah. at the wedding. Jeff, uh... put me on your phone yeah. and have me up there and – FaceTime the wedding. She'll totally be down with that, I'm sure. <laughs> Just kidding. He's not going to do that. Um, but it'll be it'll be a challenge for sure. And I, unfortunately, I know I go into new experiences, usually with a dark cloud. I'm like, how am I going to be able to do this? And I focus on the negative. And I'm really trying in this one. To just, instead of, like, thinking what's going to go wrong, just really focus on, like, how amazing and blessed this opportunity is. Like, get a grip. All that stuff will work out. Like, my parents will come visit. We'll FaceTime. And, in you know, in the meantime, I'm just going to go ahead and be a Disney princess and have kids, like, freak out and be able to be a part of Disney, which is, like, a childhood dream for me. Like, I need to really, come on. So exciting. You know, I I couldn't agree more. Um, I I think that... uh gonna say the 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 ability for you to turn all that off and and just uh enjoy it and and enjoy the fact that you're going to be making so many awesome people uh, you know friends and and all that and connections and they're not just friends and, and people but but they're people that get it right yeah. like they get the disney thing like they wouldn't be there i mean probably almost nine out of ten of them wouldn't be there if it wasn't for that disney thing so yeah it's it's way different in my eyes than like doing anything else my mom made a really good point because she was like because i thought about you know sister act was four months and by the time the four months hit i was like okay like I'm ready for a little bit of break from this. Although you know those Broadway shows like Wicked and Phantom, they've been going on for years and years and years, and they sometimes cycle in actors. But some of these actors have been doing the same part for years, and you think, and I'm thinking even seven months. How am I going to keep this fresh? Like the same role for seven months. 
But my mom was like, you have to think this is what's going to keep you fresh. The people that are going on this Disney cruise, many of them, this is like it's I'm sure I've never been on one, but I'm sure they are not cheap. Uh, And that this is like, (laughs) you know, you have to save. This is thing, you know, something that you have to ration out your money for potentially years in the making. And they really want to be there. And and it's up to you to make, you know, in the nicest way possible and not putting too much pressure on myself. But it's up to us to to fulfill this dream that they have, you know, that's been in the making for them for years. And. Like, so what if I'm, you know, tired or whatever? Everybody knew that comes in. This is a new show for them, even though it may be my however many, if, you know, 70th show. This is their very first time seeing us do it, probably. And, yeah, like, trying to make it as most, you know, as magical to them as humanly possible. And I just can't wait for these kids to to meet to for me to meet them and for them to meet me and that's gonna be so much fun like there's no way to get sick of that I can't I can't imagine I can't imagine that I feel like it's just gonna be so much fun I mean you get to be a, a literal rock star of, of Disney. It's like a star sighting like I feel like if I saw Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> that's how like a four-year-old would see me <laughs> well my character not me but you know it, it, Disney are um flights with that kind of stuff all the time though right so like people go to disney world and they're like what do you mean pirates of the caribbean is broken like this is my one yeah my lifetime trip totally i wanted it to i want to ride this and what do you mean it's down like i know, you know i don't even so, know what they do so so yeah so disney is no stranger to um to that kind of understanding that it's, it is expensive and that things need to operate pretty much around the clock on you know on time because people are you know are so invested uh in in these trips that they're planning because it's like you could go on a cruise you can go on a carnival cruise or whatever the other celebrity but if you gotta i i feel i don't know but i feel like you have to be a pretty hardcore disney fan to go to on a disney cruise when it's almost you know 24 7 yeah disney stuff which i've heard that you are i heard that you're a quite a disney fan is this was you looking around the room or something i heard but then i saw the mickey hands and i was like yeah and the mickeys oh i didn't even see all these oh, this is yeah. like all, now they're all revealing themselves to me the, yeah the whole room <laughs> not for the you. whole room but a lot of the room i love it i'm so oh yeah yeah nice <laughs> thank maybe you maybe you will have to bring your your beautiful family on yeah. a Disney oh thank cruise. you but yes i uh, i would absolutely love to uh <laughs> to figure out how we can make that happen uh, with our current schedule, actually. So uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, so what's been the biggest roadblock for you uh, being an actress? Uh, I and it's good that I have this agent. It's fairly new. They're called Baker Management. They're out of New York. Um, and it's I've just started really to get the ball rolling it's with a them. Misleading though, isn't it? What? <laughs> Baker Management. <laughs> What about it? <laughs> the joke, Baker. They're bake. They're management for bakers. Oh, 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 no, oh, no, oh, I know, oh! I know. I haven't had yeah. enough coffee yet. Joe. No. <laughs> um, what are oh, yeah. Baker, the actor management. Baker. No, but this guy's last name is Baker. No, sorry, I, I that know, took me I a know, second. I know. Anyway, um, yeah, I, it's just starting to get the ball rolling with them because I haven't had them for too long. But the reason I think my roadblock is I'm terrible at. Um, promoting myself i just don't 
do it. I I know I miss a lot of opportunities because I don't I don't think it's the drive because the drive is there, but I don't know, I'm just not once I get into the audition room, I'm fine, but I have a hard time really promoting myself. So hopefully with them they'll help, but but yeah, I'm sure I could be doing more and more stuff, but it's it's the promoting. So it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because we can go right into the beer drinking nun uh, oh, hey. situation <laughs> that happened uh, back in the summertime at the Phillies uh, game. So you want you want to elaborate? Okay, on that? sure. Yeah. So we had um, at the Walnut for these big shows. Depending on the season, um, we usually the PR management likes to get us to the Phillies game. We did it for Greece, um, and you know. A handful of us went, and you sing in the dugout, and you sing with the Philly Fanatic, and it's very fun. And so for this one, they came to to the cast of Sister Act, and they, they asked a lot of the, the nuns, you know, we have this idea of having you guys sit in the bleachers, or whatever you call them, <laughs> I could tell I'm a huge sports person, and um, and watch the game, and kind of have people see if you know, maybe they'll think you're real nuns and then we'll we'll reveal to the crowd that you're from Sister Act after this whole charade has happened. And so a lot of the girls couldn't do it, but my friend Heidi and Kristen, who were in in the ensemble, and me, just the three of us, were able to do it. So it was one of the hottest days. I'm telling you, I think it was one of those 95 days and 95 degree days in the summertime. And if you know what nuns wear, we didn't want to be outside too long because we're in complete black head to toe. So even the Phillies management was like, yeah, we're going to bring you guys out maybe uninning before this whole spiel with the fanatic is going to take place. Great. That's fine. So they treat us like royalty when we're there. We got lunch. It was amazing. And so we go with um, Amy, our PR lady at the Walnut, and we go and sit down. And we're in complete character. There is no, yeah, we're like, we're nuns who don't even know what baseball is. Like, I feel like it was like nun aliens a little bit. Because we were like, <laughs> what is this? Balls. Oh, so, um, so yeah, we sit down in the seats. And people start, we noticed, you know, taking out their smartphones. And they're trying to sneak pictures. And then it became really kind of like a ruckus people would come over and want to take selfies with us which was kind of odd um and we're still in character and so this uh the guy with the beer bucket comes around and the PR Amy goes does anybody do you guys want a beer or whatever and I was like I mean yes it's our day off like it's 95 degrees yes of course I want a beer and the other girls were like yeah let's do it I think they got them too so I was like, this is another opportunity to <laughs> to make, like, what is this? Ooh, it's, you know, it's carbonated. I've never had beer. So so that's, you know, everybody now is laughing hysterically because who are these nuns with beer? It's ridiculous. And so Jeff texts me, take out my, I think I was trying to hide my phone for a little bit, but then I was like, whatever. He said, how's your day going? And so I, I snapped a photo of myself with my beer in the stands. Come to find out. So we do this. We do it with the fanatic. You can Google it. You know, all you need to Google is like none beer selfie. Okay. You're going to get tons of articles. 
so the, we the f- Philly fanatic brings us up on the you know seventh inning stretch of the whatever, and we dance with them, and it's hilarious and such a good time. It was top three weirdest things of all time. I f- it was so weird, but so much fun. They reveal that we're in Sistract, you know, great, yay, and then we go back to the dressing rooms and change. And as we're leaving, I get a few texts from my friends that are like, dude, you guys are blowing up. Like, Fox, like, you guys are blowing up. And I was like, "What do you, who cares? And there's the picture of me taking a picture for Jeff, the selfie of me with a beer and, like, my Ray-Bans, because, like, I don't know. And it was everywhere. Um yeah, like Inside Edition wanted like a whole thing on it. Um, every article that F Jerry, I don't want to say it on your show, oh. um, is an Instagram tag. It's the curse word, <laughs> Jerry. He has like millions of followers and he like retweeted or retweeted, re-Instagrammed or whatever you say, shared the photo and it got, you know, 900,000 shares and likes. And it was very short-lived, but... It was ridiculous. And my parents were saying they were somewhere. And somebody from, like, middle America was like, oh, yeah, that girl, that nun beer selfie. It was everywhere. And somebody in Oregon was saying something. It was just – it was it was a, a highlight of 2016 for sure. Very crazy. But, but really fun. And everyone remembers. I hope whoever's listening remembers. But it was so much fun. And there were so many articles that were saying, like, like these nuns are awful. Like, how dare they? And then more people were like, they're from a musical. Like, it's okay. But also, nuns are allowed to go to a baseball game and drink well, beer. There's nothing uh, wrong with that. I think, yeah, I think I that's like, they're able to do that. Why not? I don't I don't know. That's a great, that'd be a great question for my neighbor who wasn't on for a long time. I think, time. yeah, I think it's fine. And and why, I don't think they're doing anything wrong by doing that. I really think it's like, it's just okay. not a place, right? Like, yeah. it's not something you would expect. Completely, completely. Um. And the beer, like, I think put it over the edge. And the selfie. And the fact that I look, like, very, very young is also part of it. Um, but that's an experience I will never forget. But that was, <laughs> yes, that was promoting for me without me really having to try. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, because now if you Google it, like, yeah. Like, it's look, on it, my website, I courtesy of my sister. Know, did something that actually trended versus, like, we did it. And, like, maybe it made one, you know, yeah. uh, locally, it, it, you know, it was on the news or whatever that these nuns were there. But, yeah, yeah it was national news. Yeah. Um, and I was I was watching a, uh, like, end of the year on E! or some, one of those shows or programs of the best of 2016 and viral videos. And I was like, please, please, please make it. But I didn't make it, but it's Aww. okay. <laughs> it was funny still, though. So, so when you were growing up, though, what what was your childhood dream? Ah, uh, probably to be a soccer star. To tell oh. you the truth, yeah. I mean, I played it since I was a little girl. I think I was four, maybe. Um, and I I just loved it. I played it constantly, and um, yeah, I think that was probably it. And then once I got to high school, I think it was a little too intense. I got, I played in like rec leagues, but um. I think it got like a little too intense, and then, yeah, when theater came about, I was like, "Oh, I like this just as much." And there, it's a little bit more attainable. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a, a, a soccer ball <laughs> kicked at your head or anything like that. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not gonna be famous <laughs> for soccer, but yeah, yeah, soccer. Hmm, That's awesome. Um, sure. So, so what do your dreams for the future look like now? I mean, now you talked about you know 2018 and and how that's uh, already like on your radar yeah. and. 
Um, and admittedly, 2018 is already on my radar. I know sure. it's only February, but like it's definitely on my radar for like how I'm going to like what I got to do this year to get where I want to go for the end of eight, 2018. Sure. I mean, anybody I feel like who is their own business, you know what I mean? You can't it's it's up to us to figure out what we're doing. Um, yeah, that's it's it's cool and also very stressful at the same time. Um, my plan is just to keep working. I just got to keep up and up and hopefully having this new Disney relationship will move on to more things for me there. Um, Frozen's actually coming to Broadway and a lot of people know that, but it isn't in, it isn't open yet. And by the time I get back, I think it's supposed to have just opened or I think they may have just pushed it recently. So I'm really hoping to like get in that small circle of people who've actually done the production and hopefully they'll see me for that. Um, I mean, that would, that would be an incredible bump, right? Like, well, that's what my agency is like. I think you should do this, and this is why. Like, we know those people. They know us. Yeah. And now they'll know you, hopefully. Um, my goal, honestly, and it's it's just, like, to comfortably – to earn, I guess, a comfortable living doing theater, whether it be straight plays or musicals. And there's no need for the extravagance, but, like, just to live a comfortable, steady – lifestyle doing what i love i mean who there's no need for more than that i feel like and i feel like that's what you're doing you're like living the dream you're super doing it i came into joe's house and i was like you have a house you have a house with wood floors and an upstairs and a driveway I don't have any of I, – well, I have floors. Well, you live in Philly. I mean, it's different. It, you know, then if I, if I lived in Philly, I probably wouldn't have some big – I'm very blessed. Yeah, I have a I have a one-bedroom condo in Queen Village, which is beautiful, and I'm not – I am – I love my place, and it, it's it's everything I need right now, um, and there's no complaining. But you're such an adult. This is an adult's house. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, uh – like, I don't have a parking spot, and you have so many. I, uh... You just is that, you is that did well. how you decide how adult you are? How many parking a spots? Parking you parking spot. Have? It's a parking spot. Well, you know, I know in New York or in like even Newark, New Jersey, you know, a million dollars will buy you a parking spot. That would be a pretty adult thing, right? Yeah. Like, oh. A piece of land that you could park in every day. You don't have to worry. Like a lot of times, I have to weigh out whether I want to go somewhere or not because I don't feel like circling, you know, the neighborhood for. Forty minutes. I feel honored that you came to Jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. We got plans for later. It's gonna be great. But I eventually always find something. I say that now. No, I know. And then like I know my aunt who lives in, especially in South Philly. Um, you know, there's no parking there, and she's yeah. like lost her car a couple of times. Oh yeah, because she forgot where she parked. Totally. And my sisters lived in Brooklyn, and then they they had families. And I remember my one sister tried it for a while with a baby. And they didn't have a parking spot, and they they lived um, – I can't remember this point. But they lived, um, yeah, in, like, a really busy area in Brooklyn, and they were like, we can't do it. Like, trying to get a baby and a full car of groceries and circling, it's just – and then they moved to outside of New York. But, yeah, parking is important. Well, it is if you need a car. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you don't need a car, then it's not – And some people, car. yeah, some people don't even have it. Right. In the city, I get it, but I like to go. I like to go to Target and like get away with my car <laughs> and see my I like parents. To get away and go to Target. That's get away from everyone and go to Target. 
where, where no at. one is. Oh, no yeah. one's there? I don't never. Know. I've never seen one person in a Target. Which Target? Are you going to the one I'm in just kidding. Philly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they open so many in Philly, too, like baby Targets. Really? There's, hmm. a, there's like four new baby Targets in Center City. There's one that I always go to in South Philly. And it's like a normal, huge target. Well, the one on uh, the Columbus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Right by all the Never strip been in joints. There. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have a reason to drive into Philly. To, I go to mm. the Ikea that's right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but you know, that's because there's no Ikea over sure. here. It, it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I remember always when I lived in New Jersey with my parents growing up, going all the way to Elizabeth, right, to, to go, go to, to Ikea? Yeah, it's like exit 13 or something off mm-hmm. of the turnpike. Uh, to go to yeah. To now there's an IKEA so close to me. I live like really close to there. And there's there's actually two IKEAs na- near us because there's one up in um, King of Prussia too. What? Oh, or is like it Plymouth Forge? Meeting or something yeah, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I Off like all four seventy six or yes, together. yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So they ha- they have one there. They have one in South Philly and uh, they used to, <laughs> IKEAs <laughs> for everyone. Yeah, it's a beautiful. <laughs> place. Except South Jersey. Oh yeah. yeah, they should make one around here. If they did, it probably. I don't even know where they would even put it. I don't know, probably be like Cherry Hill, which is so close to the Philly one, but you'd yeah, have to pay yeah. to but get in. But the King, the the, the Val, whatever Plymouth Meeting or whatever is not that far, but it's it's far if you live in the city. Yeah, you know? yeah. But anyway, <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> no, it's yeah. all good. It's all good. Um, so what? Uh, do, uh, <laughs> I know there's so many things. <laughs> so I'll track. Okay, uh, uh, before we share any lost last thoughts that you'd like to share, uh, how can people get in touch with you online? Um, well, you can do all like my little media things, Laura Gickness, G-I-K-N-I-S. Um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm not really on Twitter that much, but um, you can go to my website, lauragickness.com. I also have like a lifestyle um, beauty YouTube channel um, that I do. I've done multiple Disney videos recapping my trips with my family. I also do like product review. I've seen, um, I've seen that actually. I remember like I think when before we even met, I think Jeff had shared that with me. Oh, support um, <laughs> the Disney one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The YouTube channel, you know, the YouTube channel where you would talk about like recapping your whole trip. Yeah, I love it. I love doing that stuff. It's like. And I'm sure you can completely understand. It's oh, like yeah. having an artistic, like doing something like theater where, it, you know, it's it's something like a living thing. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's live and then it's over. And then having, you know, having an artistic outlet where you can make a product and it's almost tangible that you're like, I did this. This is a video I made and edited. And it feels like, you know, that's another branch of then something I can look back and be like, I did that. As opposed to, you know, shows where you can't really look back unless it's obviously videotaped, but be like i did that show i don't remember but this is like i made this video about my trip and i edit it and put music to it and it feels satisfying but yeah it's yours yeah and i'm there's upcoming videos i'll be doing one with jeff there you go you'll probably love this we're gonna do bean boozled have you ever done that no no bean boozled is like um it's it's a game with um with jelly beans and it's like you get like a you, it could be popcorn flavor or it could be rotten egg. And you, you put them, you know, you both eat them, two people, at once. And one person's going to get, like, the awful one. And, and the reactions are funny. Played them with my, like, five-year-old nephew and niece. <laughs> really funny. And I feel like he'll have a – Jeff will have a 
some zingers. When oh, he I'm gets sure he will. The, and it'll be all on tape. So <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to tune in. So, yeah, if you just go on YouTube and even subject line me, you can see um, my channel, which is just my name. And then you could also see some singing videos, too, if that interested you in any way. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody interested somebody because. I mean, I guess I wanted to. I wanted to record. I wanted to reach out to Disney to see if I could do like a day in the life with the rehearsal process because I feel like that'd be really interesting to watch, especially because, like, my Disney videos have them have way more views than all the other ones. There's so many people who look up. You right, know, what do you do? Sure, yeah. and like just looking up like what to bring, uh, you know, to Disney World or, you know, just watching people. I know that I look up you know, videos about Disney World just for fun. But I think that is comes with the obsession. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but um, what was the reason I was saying this? But um, yeah, I wanted to do the day in the life, but I don't think you're I'm a, in my contract or the piece of paper that I haven't gotten the real contract yet, like I said, but it said, you know, you're not allowed to videotape anything because they they want to keep it. I don't even have the script yet. They have um, they have very strict rules on copywriting they don't want anybody outside to know the script the score um anything like that so even when we're done rehearsing we have to give everything back we can't oh, keep wow. it yeah so i don't think they're gonna let me make a video but I, a shame. They, I feel like they would they could have their own team produce it and edit it so that you wouldn't have to let any of the copyrighted stuff out you know what i mean like totally yeah. there's ways you could do it where it's like oh here's you know, here's me standing up on the stage and that we're practicing and blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't, like, you don't have to have the actual, like... Yeah, well, there are, like, some videos. Like, I, stuff. when I heard about... what It's the Frozen Spectacular. When I heard about it, I was like, well, let's see. Let's see what this looks like. And there is a behind-the-scenes rehearsal video. It's not very long. And it shows, um, you know, some of the people in rehearsal room. They show some clips of finished products and stuff like that. Um... But I mean, I don't know. I just thought it would be cool to have like a stripped down version of that. But I'm sure they're gonna be like, nah. <laughs> I can ask. We'll see. <laughs> you know, the problem is they have a lot of like red tape to get through too, right? Sure, like, they I'm have sure. people like they have bosses on top of bosses on bosses on bosses. I think that's a song. Um, somebody. <laughs> uh, and that's you know that's the the whole thing. So it's like they have to like go through all these hoops totally to, to, for, just to be able to get the clearance to be like, yes, we can do that. You know, are we? Can we do that? I don't know. We got to like employ thirty lawyers to find out. Can we do this? Yeah, Should completely, we do this? completely. Um, and that sounds like a year's worth of like. And then you're done. <laughs> and then yeah, well, I mean, just to get to like, yes, yes, we could do that. Oh, you're it's already oh, over. your contract's over. <laughs> yeah. sorry. Next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, they should they should think about doing um something along that line. Um. So. Uh, yeah. Do you have any last thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up here? I'm super scared, but I'm just going to go for it. I'm, this is, I've never done anything like this and I hope, and I'm, I'm sure it'll just be like a super positive adventure. That's it. Yeah. I'm sure it will be. Ooh. I, I am. I, I look am forward to seeing you on the cruise. Yes, <laughs> I'm looking family. forward to it as well. And I know Melissa is super uh, psyched and, and Ava has no idea. 
Um, yeah, well, but you know. it's okay. She'll she'll get there. Yes, she'll get there. By the time she'll she gets feel on the, the magic. Cruise, she will know. Yes. what's going on. She will have an idea. So, um, well, thank you so much for coming. Of course, thank you coming out here uh, to Jer- to Jersey to the studio uh, to talk and and have a great conversation about what it is that you do and what you're going to be doing and. Um, you know, and obviously we're going to have to have you on uh, at some point. Afterwards. I mean, it, you know, we come, if I come out to the cruise, uh, I'll bring my recorder with me and, and we can record out there like a 10, you know, 20 minute, 40 minute. That'd be and, dope. Yeah. I know, might, with you, it might be an hour and a half yeah, uh, no. update on like, you know, how awesome it is. Uh, of course, obviously, there's only so much you'd probably be able to say at that point in the in the stage. Yeah, you know, really. At it. But um, yeah, no. So thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Laura, I really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks. And, uh, you know, if you are listening and you've really enjoyed this episode and or any other episodes, please feel free. I don't need you to, like, leave a review or, you know, if you want to hit subscribe, whatever. But just tell a friend. That's all I'm asking people to do anymore. Just tell a friend. Like, that's all I ask is if you enjoy the show, please just uh, feel free to tell someone else who might get something out of this. So uh, thanks again. And uh, I will see you all real soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dreamers Podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.